AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Talk, 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 talk to We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk, talk, back. talk, 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 talk back. Yep. What up, Tammy? Hey, girl. Hey, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in again for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, Tam Bam. Hey. Hey, and it's AJ. I saw your shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's AJ. Get into the voices, please, so y'all can know who talking the shit and who ain't. Please. I'm usually right. the one talking the shit. <laughs> it's AJ talking the shit. And I'm just cracking jokes. Hey, look, and don't give a fuck, okay? I did say I'm a stop cursing as much. So I'm going to try to work on and that. And look at you. Still cursing. <laughs> cursing <laughs> is therapeutic for me, okay? I, it's like meditation a little bit. Just to get them oofs out. Because motherfuckers you don't do understand you sometimes. Um, Memorial Day weekend, child. Just chilled out. I did mm-hmm. go to the beach. I noticed that Charleston's water is getting a little bit prettier. So I might go down there one day and put my feet in. I don't know. But the beach was really packed. A lot of nice families. But I, I went out. I went to the bathroom. And when I came back to where we were seated, we went to Coconut Joe's. The, the white people that was up there taking pictures and shit uh, basically was taking their pictures like this. One, two, three, racist. Mm-hmm. And this is how they were 
blatantly being disrespectful. They were saying racist Damn. like cheese. You know, I travel the city with a book bag. Every place I go, I got this motherfucker book bag. <laughs> and it's for this type of activity. Okay. <laughs> so where were you at? Were you on um, Sullivan's Island? We was on Sullivan's Island on the beach. We know we got different islands in Charles. You got Sullivan's, you got um, Isle of Palms. So there's also mm-hmm. Sullivan's Island. We were actually on Isle of Palms at Coconut Joe's. Y'all be careful out here because these motherfuckers, they're getting real. And they, they yeah, don't they... even really want no problems for real. They just want to be disrespectful. And a lot of times people only respect disrespect. So they be waiting, they be waiting to get spanked. Yeah. That's all I like to say. But other than that, I enjoyed my weekend. I had fun. <laughs> well, I, I I went to Atlanta. Well, I was in McDonough, I think, um, from my nieces. My niece graduated from high school. And this was the biggest high school graduation I ever seen in my life. We got there. First of all, it was at a race car track. It was at a racetrack. They were selling hot dogs and peanuts and everything that you would have at a racetrack. <laughs> I've never seen this at a graduation in my life. And it was about 437 graduates. God damn. It was so many. We was out there from 730 to 10 o'clock. Wow. Watching the graduation. Was it hot? Uh-uh, no, it was a, luckily it was a nice evening. And then they had a fireworks show at the end of the mm-hmm. graduation. So it was lit. But That's a lot of students. God damn. Yeah, it was a lot of goddamn students. They trying to get these motherfuckers up out of here now. <laughs> I said, I was like, damn, I should have brought my flask. <laughs> Have a little swig. <laughs> right, because I thought I'd be out there by 9.30 at right. least. <laughs> no, it's after 10 o'clock. We still calling names. We still in the W's. Wait, 10 p.m.? It was in 10 p.m. we got out of there. It was, yeah, it was an evening graduation, 7.30 to 10. Wow. I never yeah, heard man, of an evening graduation. I know. Hmm. It was crazy, but we had a good time. You know, all the family came out. Had on t-shirts with a little face mm-hmm. on it and stuff like that. I didn't have one because I didn't order it in time. You know, I was the last minute auntie. Rich auntie from out of town. Right. <laughs> and then I flew back to uh, Charlotte and then, uh, no, no, I'm lying. I drove back to Charlotte and then I went to a slip and slide party at my friend's house. It was a, That was a lot of fun. I didn't slip nor did I slide because I, I was moving around. I didn't want to get wet, but that was a good time and. Then the next day, um, I went to the Omni Hotel to their pool and just sat out with my god baby and stuff like that. Hmm. So it was kind of like a chill vibes. It sounds fun. No, nice yeah, productive I had a good weekend. Time. Fam, family weekend. I remember having a slip and slide as a kid. I used to love that fucking slip and slide. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> that shit. I wanted to get on it. If I didn't have other plans after, I would have slowed my my ass down there. <laughs> but so, but the niggas was just like it was like a lot of niggas kind of just like standing around gawking too. I ain't want to take my cover up off. Yeah, you have to flop that big booty on the ground and with a shake. I know they was waiting <laughs> on me to slide my ass down that thing. <laughs> Debit card reader at the end of the slip and slide for all y'all. Okay. <laughs> what we got going on in stupid ass internet news this week, child? Oh, gosh. Um, what's the uh, football player, Ricky? Ricky um, Williams. What's his name? Ricky Williams and his wife, uh, he's married to a white woman. And there's a picture of him circulating. It looks kind of like Get Out to me. Looks like Toby. It's they got him Toby. A blue jean, that blue jean shirt in the woods. And she got on that slave owner hat. Yes. So his wife. And he took, yeah, he took her last name, apparently, to uh, 
create balance and harmony in their marriage, gender equality. So instead of her taking his name, he took his. And I just want somebody to find that nigga and get a cup of tea and then take the spoon and spin that bitch in there and see if y'all can help that nigga wake up. <laughs> Dog, this is, this is what, okay, how are we expecting? I guess he's not concerned about generational wealth, not for just generational wealth for individual black families he's not of that thing right and and the Mm-mm. taking on this woman's this white woman's last name dog that's really weird to me a hundred years from now people gonna be trying to figure out whether or not you were black or white sir that's really where you headed at when you're doing some shit like this like you have now do you do you exist anymore because what he said was people kind of forgot that she exists so there's an imbalance in our relationship he explained one of the ideas that popped into my mind was to take her last name. They did witchcraft on him. You, I, I just fucking know it. Cause ain't no way. Get a couple <laughs> Earl Grey bitch and find that nigga. It ain't no way. Cause now you're non-existent. Yeah, it's giving weird. Yeah, that's really weird. But to each his own. But you I know guess. what? More, right, more power to them. If you want to be. Uh, Mr. Mrs. I don't know. What is, what is he called? <laughs> not not <Next>. Mr. Mrs. <laughs> hey, not the Mr. Mrs. Uh, girl. <laughs> Did you see the fight with Christian, uh, Krishan Rock and um, Blueface? Blueface's mama. mother and yes. sister. That shit broke my heart. I tagged Ayala Vanzan under that shit so many times. Are you on social serious? Media. <laughs> yes, Ayala, we need you, bitch. We you don't doing? need her. They need her. Them, listen, those motherfuckers. This is a uh, that shit made me sad. Yeah, and it's like a real case of kids being raised by the unraised. Because why is your mother out there? And then he put another video out her out of his mom slapping um his pregnant baby mom his, at the time uh, slapping food off the table yeah. in front of her. Like this is just what they do. So I don't know who to believe. Y'all all got fucking mental health issues as far as I'm concerned. They just do not have good conflict resolution skills, clearly. <laughs> and this little girl, like, where's your family? He, she needs to get far away from him because what I did notice is how he put her on camera to essentially incriminate herself. And he gonna play like he don't, he didn't know what happened. You got this, your sister's husband knocked out Sleeping on the ground. You you trying to say Krishan did that? Who did it? Right. So now she doesn't even realize she's being played. He's putting her on front street to incriminate herself. So if there's any fucking legal case that comes up, she admitted to doing these things. I see no other right. videos of no other man or woman, aside from the, the mom and the sister saying how they got beat up. Nobody else right. said, and this girl already got cases traveling across the country with drugs in his car, all this crazy shit, st- stealing his Range Rover. So all this stuff she already got pinned in. He don't give a fuck about her. Like her family needs to get her. This is a little girl. She's like 22 years old. She in love. She just, she just tattooed his whole likeness girl. under her neck, like right under her chin. As far as I'm concerned, she so. being trafficked. Okay. <laughs> That's really how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> that could not be my what? little sister it couldn't be my little sister it couldn't be but anyway moving along from that stupidity child Gina V Diddy's forever side bitch <laughs> she did an interview with the, Braz- <laughs> the Jasmine brand uh, and she was talking about you know 
she said that uh, Puff was so charming when they first met and she was a, she was so young and naive and just crazy in love. And it was so hard not to talk to him. Um, she said she felt really, really bad. And she did apologize to Cassie because she was cheating with Diddy when him and Cassie were in a relationship. Let's together. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Diddy's always been in open relationships. But I've, right? I've never felt like Diddy was ever really with anybody. Yeah. yeah you know, like. Me either. I never felt that way. And then, I mean, she still hasn't been uh, upgraded to Maine yet because now you've be just beefing with um, Young Miami on the internet a couple weeks ago. So um, she talked about, you know, her being a girl girl and women empowerment. And that's why she wanted to apologize to Cassie. Girl, bye. We be having some yeah. fake ass woman empowerment out here because women keep cheating going. Your nigga cannot cheat unless there's a woman willing to compete. They both keep it going. Unless there's a woman willing to compete. That's what it is. I said what I said. Your man can't cheat unless there's a woman willing to compete. That's just it. So maybe we need to be like we tell men that they need, they need to be, you know, my brother's keeper. We need to be our sister's keeper. If we really for woman empowerment, why are you doing something that's going to make another woman cry? She ain't got to know. <laughs> <laughs> this all nigga. She just don't know. <laughs> but Diddy right. is not a monogamous man. Like, never. Never. Right. So I expect all that shit out of him. Like, and it's okay, I guess. I feel like he'd probably be pretty honest. I feel like Cassie probably just got tired of the rigmarole and got the fuck up out of there because right. she wasn't going to have the type of relationship she probably wanted with him. Ultimately, Diddy put her on. Cassie was, uh, he met her on, um, what was that uh, platform back in the day? MySpace. Is that it how? changed her whole life. Yeah. I so. thought Cassie was kind of already out here before Diddy. I mean, like acting. Mm -mm. She wasn't? Mm-mm. No. Hmm. I had to look into that. I don't know. I've been waiting <laughs> so long for you to answer my call. <laughs> Like, that bitch couldn't even sing. Like, Diddy put her on. <laughs> Girl. I used to like that song, though. I ain't gonna lie. But it went like she was blowing. <laughs> you stupid. Oh, goodness. What else happened, bitch? Anything else? Jocelyn and her motherfucking titties. Jocelyn. You remember she was on our show. Jocelyn did We Talked yeah. Back last year. She definitely flashed us, flashed us with them titties. Right. Y'all go check yeah. it out on YouTube. We blurred it now. Yeah, but th those are good titties. <laughs> yes. Those are, yeah, those are very nice breasts. Okay. I would be, if my titties look like that, I might be throwing them out there every now and then too. <laughs> yeah, she wear these little uh, crop, little half buttoned up little shirts. So the mm -hmm. titties just sit up so she could just lift them up right quick. You got good titties too. You should go ahead. These and titties are pretty nice now, but what be happening when I lose weight, they get deflated. They start they oh, like really? this the first thing that start. My shit grew sagging. in down there. My shit grew in low. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing push ups right now because man, them titties start oh, looking like sit up. Mm, mm. Like how do you do a Mars Simpson? Mm. <laughs> That's what them titties That's start my titties. looking like. That's what my titties look like. <laughs> titties be sad, honey. So sad. Um, so also, uh, listen, Soldier Boy said that he feels like the older generation failed the younger generation by not sharing knowledge. I mean, he said, y'all not kicking back no knowledge to the young niggas. 
I agree with him. But are these young niggas? That's not just in the music industry. That's mm-hmm. all over the world, rampant. And yeah, as, do these young niggas even want to hear it though? That's what I was about to say. Like, are y'all, are y'all young men out here acting like y'all are above reproach? Reproach, like nobody can say nothing to y'all. And because what's that? Uh, what's that podcast? Uh, Million dollars worth the game. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He always be trying to drop jewels, and them niggas be on there like, yeah, whatever. Exactly. And mm-hmm. this is a man who spent twenty five years in prison from doing dumb right. shit. So he really be out here trying to speak to the youth. Trying to save save these niggas' lives, but listen, a lot of them don't want to be saved. I feel like that's right. Look at the look at Gunner. Then he was wasn't he talking to them on episode? Now, yeah, they are saying that Young Thug is connected to fifty homicides in Atlanta. Yeah, fifty. Now, all right, all right. As much as I want to be hollering free thug. If he killed, if he's connected, if he really had 50 niggas killed, he's a menace to society, honestly, yeah. right? And I also, um, I know people, you know, online is based 50? off- 50? That's a lot of niggas. Yes. Online, I know it's based off probably your tax records and stuff like that, but it's saying that he's, Young Thug is only worth like $8 million or something like that. I really don't feel like that's enough money to get off. Not with this type of shit. They, not with this not type of Not 50 niggas. Yeah. Not 50 people. And y'all be like, well, what did those people do? 50 people? Fuck y'all. They ain't doing enough for him to be out and free. Right. If, if it's true. It's allegedly. So if it's true, like, it's not okay. Nah. You can't just be out here killing people, taking people's children away That's from That's a him. bit much. It's a bit much. For me. Um, oh, and one other thing I wanted to mention. Um, but it is free thug until he's been uh, proven guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be like, free my nigga. Your nigga got 30 years. You gonna be saying that until y'all in goddamn uh, right. nursing home and shit? <laughs> Them nigga, your nigga coming home in the future, okay? <laughs> right. Did you see your this nigga dude? coming home like life? <laughs> like, the nigga sitting at the baseball That's all, game. I, don't, I hate that movie. It makes me cry. It makes me I love that movie. I love it, but it, it exposes like how we went from slavery to now we still got the 13th Amendment. What makes it what makes it what makes it okay to give black men this type of time. Those men on that movie, they went to prison for nothing. Right. And that happened and it's still happening today. Yes. Like a lot of men end up in jail over some real bullshit, like petty crimes. Like America has the biggest jail population out the world. We're not the biggest. That's new slavery. Yes, that's all it is. But um, one nigga that does need to be in jail is this fool at um, Popeye's in Georgia who punched a 16-year-old worker in the face. Did you see that? Yes. Uh, She she was trying to clock out, apparently, and I guess he said it wasn't time for her to go (laughs) because he punched her dead in her mouth. And I was so upset when I seen that. Like, what kind of, who are they hiring at Popeye's? Exactly. So this guy, Marquez, Jashawn Smith, he's been arrested for cruelty to children in the first degree in Georgia. As he should, because it couldn't be my child, because I'll be arrested for damn murder. Pull, I'm going to pull right up to that uh, Popeye's and beat your ass up. And give you a two-piece. I ain't come to get one. <laughs> two-piece and a dry biscuit, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Look, first of all, Popeyes get on my damn nerves. I literally only eat the apple pies from Popeyes. And why every time I go to Popeyes, I got to wait seven fucking minutes? Always got to. Do y'all sell these or not? 
I don't never go to Popeyes. I don't know. Girl, those those shit. apple pies be bussing, okay? <laughs> I can see you now in a drive through putting your phone on mute because you don't want nobody to know you ordering apple pies for Popeyes. <laughs> and look, and I'd be like, listen, do y'all fry this in the chicken grease? I need to know. Because if so, it's delicious. No, because if so, I'm not buying that shit. Because some of these people be putting their french fries in the chicken grease. Popeyes put their french fries in the chicken grease. I don't know if y'all know any vegans out there who be trying trying to just get some fries from somewhere. You better only eat Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all vegans. Some of y'all be lying, st- sneaking meat out the pot every now and then. I saw, I went that, to, I saw a uh, post like that. I went to, yeah, because yeah, it's true. It, that shit was hilarious because it's true. I went to a uh, football game with my vegan friend and she had a sausage dog with me. I'm like, I ain't say nothing, but I was looking like, this bitch is eating a whole sausage dog. Bitch, you ain't never seen me eat no chicken. You ain't never seen me eat no real live meat like that. Now, some shrimp, fish, you eat, pescatarian. Now, you eat I'll tell you that's, Okay, now that's, diff- that's some different meat. I do, I do like that type of meat. But let's get into today's <laughs> show, y'all. This is the trade show today. Mm. Okay? And we ain't talking about stocks. <laughs> All right. So come back. We about to go to commercial. Come back and listen to the trade show. Mm. <laughs> AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents... She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all. So remember what we mentioned before the break? Let's get into it. We do have a special guest on We Talk Back this week. To help us, um, you know, dissect this. <laughs> Why are you covering your face? <laughs> Listen, y'all, we got we got a friend of the show, uh, Big C, not to be confused with the little one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself, Big C. Uh, I'm Big C. <laughs> 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 you can't Bixie can't tell us nothing about himself because he wants to remain anonymous in this whole conversation. Understandably so, because we are about to go there when it comes to the trade. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. See, my personal trade told me I had to go in anonymously. Oh, your personal trade. And see, that's the thing. We can't even get any trades to join us. And how why you do you think that running is? shit from the sideline trade? Right. I'm confused. <laughs> For all our listeners who don't know what a trade or the trade is, can you explain that? Um, well, I know that I heard earlier you say something about what's the difference between DL and trade. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, I think that trade is a little friendlier or like a little more. Uh, they kind of they go after it a little more. DL is kind of like in the cuts, in the crevices of the Internet like that you know what i mean they don't be out in public like trader come up to me in public or you know what i mean i'll start a conversation with you a lot of times the trade sells weed and that's how they ring in or you know little <laughs> things like that yeah <laughs> so trade be the weed man <laughs> a lot of times i met a lot of trade weed men yo mm-hmm. okay let's be clear so a trade is generally a man who is gay he may just be a little bit more 
discreet. Is that a mm-hmm. better way of putting it? And a yeah. retail man oftentimes probably has a family, a girlfriend. He doesn't want it. He's insecure about his sexuality. He doesn't Correct. want anyone to know he's gay. Mm-hmm. But Trey don't want nobody to know they're gay either, right? Trey don't want nobody to know they're gay either, but they're not as hyper paranoid and hyper like, you know what I mean? They'll be friends they're with you. They'll discreet. talk to you. They're just discreet about what they do. Then, Where does the term trade come from, though? Because someone told me that it means like they'll, if you out them, they'll trade your life, their life for yours. I've never heard that. Yeah, me either. No, I've I never. Heard. So, so what? What do you know? Where the term comes from? Um, I'm pretty sure the gay community came up with it, uh-huh. but I don't necessarily know like the origin. The of origins it. Like, of it. Like I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I don't have the gay history book. <laughs> <laughs> I was just born into this shit. I've been gay since 96. <laughs> okay. So then Touché, an- my nigga. Right. Touché. So another definition of trade I also saw was that um, it may be a man that, again, is gay, right? But mm-hmm. doesn't appear to be gay. Again, right. leaning to more is being more discreet. Discreet. I don't right. want women to confuse trade with down low. Because down low right. men are... The scary ones. I right. Like. Because see, down, like you said, down low men can have family and children and actively mm-hmm. date women. A lot of trade men, they may mess with women, but they don't so they like, have, have families and they don't go that far with it. They kind of they kind of like the straight guy that don't got a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So as a gay man, mm-hmm. do you deal with bisexual men? Men who All the time. are out about, okay. Yeah. Cause I, I think a lot openly bisexual or are they typically not openly bisexual? Typically not. Black man in our community, I feel like it's hard to be openly bisexual. You have to be one or the other. Typically to be accepted. Typically not. Um, I know this is probably gonna sound crazy, but the kind of guy that I like isn't the guy that is open and you know what I mean? So it's kinda hard to date and stuff because you don't typically want the guy to be on known gay. I just like a I like masculine. I like, like trades. I like I I it's wrong. Prefer. I prefer. Like I don't want nobody like switching and popping and you right. know what I mean? You want a masculine you, man. You I like masculinity, yeah. But that's the purpose of being gay. Like, if I wanted a female, you know, femininity. Well, I feel you know. the same way about, like, if I were to be a lesbian, right, I would get, I don't know, do I don't even want a woman that's pretending to be a man. I would just want the man, right? <laughs> but I guess if well, I was a gay, gay woman, bitch. that's what I'm saying. If I were a gay woman, I would like a feminine woman. I would, would like, like a, a, wo- a regular woman if I were. Right. Yeah, me too. That's that's my preference. Yeah. Not saying that I'm, you know, just. I don't know. What do you call me? Am I gay if I like fuck girls when I drink tequila sometimes? Lipstick. They call y'all lipstick lesbians. <laughs> because you like, you're, you're like y'all girly and y'all wear, you know, get dressed up yeah. and nice, but you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's so much more acceptable for, for, for you guys. And then accidentally end up eating her coochie by one night. But that don't, you know, that don't make me gay. Why was it? Because, you know, I never tried it before. <laughs> you ever had oysters? <laughs> 
<laughs> See, look, you try that's it. why I don't like slimy shit. Like oysters <laughs> and clams is the only like slimy shit I'm about to eat. I might even try snails one day. Okay, so I'm, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-five. When I turned mm-hmm. eighteen, this guy named Sid took me to a strip club. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I shouldn't have been with Sid, but I went to the strip club and said it was Studio Fifty Four. Oh, shit. You remember that, Tam? Uh-huh. Um, I definitely remember the 50 And, and uh, it was the first time I, like, actually seen, like, coochie. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know if it was the right kind, because it was, like, black and it was, like, bacon strips. <laughs> Yo. And, and after that, it was rap. <laughs> you didn't want no. You stopped eating bacon I, and everything. I traded the bacon in for sausage. <laughs> now you should have went to a better strip club. Now out of town somewhere. <laughs> she had glasses too and a shrimp. No, there was some cute girls in Fifty Four. This yeah, girl had. had gla- I remember. I remember distinctly. She had glasses and she had a shrimp cocktail, not a ponytail, but a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> See now that was okay. That's a bitch that had to strip. You you needed to go someplace with women who really like do this shit because that sounds like somebody who got a strip to eat well i told you that well, when i was 18 i have just, since then you was gonna find a problem with coochie anyway no don't tell me that nice one or not you don't tell me that problem you don't she know been, she could have been beautiful pussy looking like a rainbow in the sky you'd be like Ugh. that's how you would <laughs> fish been. I, I always tell people that my fascination with women or even my idea of thinking of dating women or whatever died with Aliyah in the plane crash. Because she was definitely, like, my ideal, like, woman. That's, like, the only woman I could say, like, I really actually had, like... You were attracted to. Attracted her. to and thought had sexual thoughts about pictures, posters. Like, I was, like, literally obsessed with her. And then that's it? No other woman? No it's other a woman? Lot of, it's a lot of beautiful women, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. from that point, and then, you know, of course, I just started to the train. <laughs> I want to go back to that. I love dick too. Yeah, me too. So. Okay, but I want to go back to that. So I do have a friend who did confide in me once that, you know, when he was a little younger, he would fuck with DL men a mm-hmm. lot. And it was more so about like the sneakiness of it all. Mm-hmm. Like the, that's what turned him on about it. Like them having a sneak to do it. The what, thrill. What, yeah, the thrill of it. Uh, I can't. Like I for me, a boy in your house when you a kid, like you know, when you sneaking around. Yeah. No, you just messing with a guy who has a wife. I snuck out. Oh no, I don't do that. I didn't sneak in. I snuck out. I didn't sneak <laughs> in. I snuck out. Yeah, I was out. <laughs> the weed man. <laughs> the weed man. It's always the weed man, right? <laughs> but uh, the thrill, the thrill of it for me, it that's kind of non-existent for me, just simply because I'm gay. You feel what I'm saying? So ain't no thrill for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I need to do for you. It may be an adrenaline rush and a thrill because, you know, you got all this riding on it. But I'm a little different, though. So I may be a little Mm. different from a lot of gay guys because, you know, a lot of them have stories about, like, getting bullied and, you know, coming up a certain kind of way. And that just wasn't ever my story. Like, you know what I'm saying? If anything, I was the bully. You know what I'm saying? Growing up and stuff like that. So I didn't really necessarily have to like deal with that. So a lot of my straight friends, and Tam probably could attest to this, like a lot of my friends, my homeboys are straight guys. You know what I mean? And I'm, you know, I, I don't really have any gay friends. My only gay friend lives in New York. So I don't see him a lot. And I don't, I don't go to gay clubs. And, you know, for me, having to find the kind of guys that I like, 
mm-hmm. it would take it would technically have to they would have to find me in the street. So they would have to, you know, be bold enough to hit me up. Uh, because I'm not like in the arenas in the areas where guys are openly gay or, you know, they will be willing to come talk to me because I'm not in the clubs or anything like that. Right. Oh. <laughs> so it's difficult. And a lot of times, like some of my friends, they be like, oh, you know, this guy is gay because I, I, I meet a lot of friends. Right. And because I do things in entertainment, a lot of people come for my services or my advice and things like that you know, with what I do in entertainment and, you know, we start off these friendships and then my friends were like, he like you. He's not going to sit on the phone with you for three, four hours if he didn't like you. He's gay. He's this, he's that. And I'm like, nah, nah, it's not true. And then months months later, he's like, oh yeah, I like you type shit. So it, it, it literally always happens. So now it's just like, I've been looking for the signs. The signs be, the questions start to come about. Like, well, so why? Oh, I, why are you gay? Or like, how does it feel? Or they start asking questions like that. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Well, they, you know, they're trying to like experience different parts of their own sexuality. It's not wrong with that. I don't right. Think. Right. No. But I done heard you done stole a couple of my niggas. So I don't like that. What? <laughs> I said, I done heard you done stole a couple of my niggas out here. Okay. <laughs> Big C, not the little one. Okay. Listen, y'all. It's it's so crazy because I I don't have the in a NBA player. I don't have the dope boy up the street. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's they're everywhere. They're in every producer. The rapper. No, you go okay, we're gonna leave that one alone. We'll talk. <laughs> Cause it was about three rappers. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me see. <laughs> yeah, about three. I can believe it, child. Believe it. Because, all right, you for me, like, you're a beautiful man. Like, you still give, like, some masculine energy, but you still have a beautifulness like a woman kind of in your, like, pretty face and stuff like that. I can see where a nigga be like, I like that. So my friend, right, the guy who I said um, used to only fuck with DL niggas, he stopped because, you know, he wasn't being chose. These men are n- planning on never coming out the closet. The DL. We're not talking about the trade right now, right? Mm-hmm. So the well, down low I- men, they don't plan on ever coming out. Mm-hmm. So they'll never choose you to be with them. You know what I'm saying? You'll always be in the shadows. In the dark. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's what he was tired of. That's definitely has happened to me, you know, obviously a bunch of times. But on the flip side, like, I get some guys and they're like, DL. Nobody can know. Don't be acting crazy. And then they say, you know, they're like grabbing me by my shirt, calling the club and stuff like that. Like, you don't want acting crazy now. Right. It's it's weird. Now I made you fall in love with me. Now you in the club snatching me up. Like, ain't we supposed to be discreet? Right. Interesting. I want to tell y'all so bad about the NBA guy. (laughs) Tell us. He was a weird (laughs) He was a weird. Okay, so he played for the Hawks, right? So this is like mm, circa 2019 to like 2021-ish. That was the range, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the same trainer in Atlanta. I was doing some things in Atlanta. We had the same trainer. You know- yes. <laughs> this is getting juicy. Our trainer 
And, uh, you know, I would see him at the, at training all the time and he was having this party and he never said anything to me prior to this. It would just be like hanging by, you know, when we see each other. Um, and he would, uh, he was having this party, so he was kind of going around and inviting people to the party, like Reginae Carter and uh, what's T.I. and Tiny Daughter name? Zonique. They were mm-hmm. they were in the class. T. Campbell's training them as well. And um, so he was like, yeah, y'all need to come. Y'all need to come. So then he was like, you want to you come to my party too? So I'm like, okay, cool. So he's like, what's your number? So I got a number that he sends me, like, did a little invitation and all that. So the day of the party comes. So he hits me, like, are you coming? Sure. So my homegirl, so- she didn't want to go with me to his party so i was like damn i gotta go by myself so i ended up like catching an uber there or whatever i get there and the party is a vibe like everybody's vibing chilling or whatever so it ended up getting like later and like people were starting to leave and everything so you know like i don't know if you guys like take ubers or lift but a lot of times the later it get the harder the harder it is to find a, a ride more expensive too mm-hmm. right and more expensive right he didn't live in atlanta like he stayed like in woodstock or some shit like that which is like far, mm-hmm. far. and so mm-hmm. i would get like a uber and then i guess they would see how far it is and they would cancel so it just was like you was just spend a night mm-hmm. so i'm like okay you know it's a sizable house it's you know yeah it's cool mm-hmm. i'm not catching any vibes so the same friend that wouldn't go with me was like, bitch, he's trying to, yeah. I'm like, no, can't be. So he goes, uh, well, I'm hospitable. You can sleep in my bed and I'll sleep downstairs on the couch. I'm like, no, bro. Because the thing is, I barely knew him at this point. You know what I mean? Just hanging by in a, you know, at the gym. And you didn't get the gay vibes from him. I didn't get the vibes. I didn't. I didn't okay, get the so vibe. He, he's an official DL or trade. Woo. I didn't okay. get the vibe. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was like, no, nah, I want to put y'all to bed. I'll sleep on the couch. He was like, no, she get in the bed. This man changed the sheets, everything. So, I sleep in the bed. I wake up. He's in the bed. The next morning, did not try anything. Didn't do anything. He just was in the bed. I felt like that was weird, but nothing happened. So, today I was able to get a ride out of there left right so see him again at the gym like maybe two days later he said nothing to me not hey not bye not anything so now it's like weird like why didn't you say anything? like we was just laying in your bed and now you don't want to say nothing to me but it wasn't like romantic it wasn't anything like he didn't touch me it was nothing sexual it just was i just woke up and he was in the bed too uh and so um he didn't say anything to me so me and that same friend Say her name again. Mm-hmm. Me and that same friend, uh, we ended up going to uh, Sweet Lounge. This place called Sweet Lounge. They had like R and B. They had R and B Wednesdays, and um, I'm cool with the producer who is kind of like the uh, promoter for that event. So we go. He's the the, the guy's there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's there with um, y'all know. T- boyfriend, husband, or whatever it is now. Okay. They're like best friends. I'm telling everything. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is going to Google fast. So, um, <laughs> so they were there. So um, I see him. <laughs> so right. it's this guy that uh we we go we was going we go with like he got like the section like he has a section every R&B Wednesday he got a section is locked down we just go there tell his name and they let us in so I, we was with him 
And I was talking to him, and he was bringing me drinks and stuff like that. So I get a text from old boy. I'm going to tell y'all after, after, after this who he was or whatever. But I, I got a text from old boy. Thank you, because I would have been one of them motherfuckers Googling, but carry on, Jack. He ain't nobody. See, the thing is, <laughs> and at this point, I still don't know what he does, right? Let's keep that in mind. I still don't know he plays in the NBA. I just know he trained. I didn't know anything. Yeah. That's all I knew. So so he texted me and he was like, he was like, Oh, are you are you with that guy? I know him. And I, and I was like, you know, basically like what you mean with? He was like, like, are y'all like in a relationship? And I was like, no, that's my own boy. Like the man, the, the man that I was with, like he got a whole wife, which that don't mean anything, but it was nothing like that. Like he's really just cool. He really was he really was on my friend. The, the other guy. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, okay, because I heard some things about him. I was like, okay, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I find it weird that you're texting me and you didn't even say nothing to me when I see you at the gym and now, you know, it was just weird. So that was another weird part. So after that, he started to hit me up, started inviting me out and do things. So we started hanging out. So then the questions started to come. Like, this, you that, like, uh, like, does it hurt? Um, what made you that way? Were you molested? Like all of these different questions or whatever. So now I now being gay since '96, you start to see the signs of okay, well he's too inquisitive because a real straight guy don't care. They don't want to know if it hurt. They don't want to know how I get down. They don't want to. And so we started asking questions, and that's when the, the light bulbs are coming off. So he was like, um, I, that light bulb would have been off when he when he I woke up and he was in the bed next to me. I would have been like, oh. Okay, I see what time it is, boo-boo. Yeah. Yeah. Take well, your see, time. I'm in a Take very... See, being a gay man, you're in a very, very dangerous position, right? You don't ever want to assume. So, yeah. I never... I You will not find one guy on planet Earth that has said that Big C came on to them first. Big C put it out there first. I always let them come to me. I always let them... Bring themselves to nah, me. bitch, because I see you batting your eyelashes in the club, looking all cute and smiling and joking with these niggas. I see hey, you. If don't, that... don't even. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't do that. What I said was, <laughs> I don't never. Like to me, baby. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Like, hey, bro, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, bro. What's... He don't solicit. Yeah. I, don't, I don't do that because it can backfire on you. And you will never have mm-hmm. proof or evidence that I came on to you or not. None of that shit. So I always allowed them to come first. So we can play this game. Like, I, I literally played the game with, with some guys for a year or two. Because you don't want to say nothing. And I know what you, I know how you feel. But I'm not going to say nothing. You're never mm-hmm. going to catch me in that space. So, boom. So then now he's like, um, one day he's like, um, you know, I got to go out of town, you know, for work or whatever, whatever. So he was like, hey, what's your Instagram? Mm-hmm. I gave him my Instagram. So he followed me. And I feel like he only did that for me to see what he does. Mm-hmm. So I followed him and I'm like, okay, never said nothing. Okay, you got a little bag. Never said nothing. Never said nothing. But, but the thing is, he, pro- he probably had a bag, but here's me. Here's my thing. I'm I'm not a basketball fan, right? So if you ain't like Kobe, LeBron, Michael, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you play, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't. Clearly, because you said Michael, Michael, like Michael Jordan, is that who you talking about? It's a whole bunch of lit niggas right now. I play basketball. This nigga bringing up Michael Jordan. They played it. <laughs> but, but you, but you know, like you know, like the the staples of basketball, like the Kobe's, right. the LeBrons, right. the Michaels. 
I don't, I'm not watching, so I don't know this guy and that guy and this guy, you know, that's on the team. Mm-hmm. I, he cute. He cute. That's all I know. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so, um, he, so I'm like, okay, you know, play basketball. Didn't mention nothing of it. So then, one fateful day, he was like, you never invite me to what you do. So I'm like, all right. So I invited him to a place where I was working. And um, he came and he was like, oh, this is hot. You dope. Da, 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 da. Or whatever. Do you want to go back to my house tonight? We could cook on the grill. We could chill, you know, and smoke a little marijuana because, you know, I'm a piehead. And I'm like, okay. So I'll go back to the house. And we're listening to music and stuff like that. And he's telling me his opinions on things and all that. And so he's like, um, he was like, so are you like involved with anyone right now? And I'm like, mm, I'm talking to people. He was like, so when the last time you gave head? And I'm like, it's been a minute. Cause I don't really like doing that. Like I'm not a head giver. That ain't my thing. I'll do it. But I don't me like either. It. I gotta love you. AJ don't like sucking dick. Hello. I don't like it. <laughs> and if you free, I'm, I'm very like, good at it. I like to and, do it because it makes me feel if powerful you, in that moment. Like I feel like I got your whole life in my hands. That's the true statement. <laughs> Lay I back. Gotta, if I really like you, then you know it's going down. I may suck you into me. You know what I mean? But right, I just I just ain't doing it. It's just it, you know. And if you pre come, right, you're just not giving out random. And if you pre, yeah. and if you pre come, no, I don't think nobody forget forget about it. If you pre come, forget about it. Like. <laughs> It's not going down. You want to put that? Hey, I feel you, nigga. <laughs> I feel you. Even if I do, even do if it, you really like even them, if I do do it, you're not finna, you're not finna let it go in my mouth. If, even if you really like them, <sighs> I don't because I would throw up. Oh, that ain't nothing but a little love. I song, would throw baby. up. Like relax. I would throw up. It makes me gag. Yeah, it makes. I would throw up. I feel you. It's like snot. I would okay? not swallow that. It will. It. <laughs> it just makes me <laughs> I can't do it so so he was like um, so he was like well you know they say guys give the best head and I said oh I said who is they he was like oh my homeboy said it. interesting catch the homeboy the same homeboy wait a minute <laughs> remember I said I saw him with a homeboy at the sweet lounge that homeboy told him right so I'm like, well, what y'all just doing discussing that for? He was like, well, there's some interest there. I don't know if I'll go the whole way as far as intercourse, but I'm inter- I am I have been interested in the head. He said that he, you know, watched porn, um, you know. And I, sidebar, a lot of guys that I meet say that. I'm like, well, what, get you, what, what made you want to walk this way? And they were like, I was looking at porn. And I clicked on it and I seen it and it was interesting. Uh, I promise you, I've heard that a thousand times. So a lot of uh, these porn tabs is turning niggas out. You already. I mean, that. that's what it's meant to do. That's why even yeah. young kids should not be watching porn. It just desensitize you and just right. you to a bunch of shit you ain't ready for. So um, yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. So 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 I'm like, so basically, you want me to do that? And he was like, I mean, if you down. And I'm like, mm, I'm not really into it. I would have been like, I like to get my dick sucked, sir. But I don't. The fuck? I'm going to touch oh. me not. Are you? 
Oh, okay. Are you? You don't like getting your. I'm gonna touch me nine. What do that mean? Don't touch me. At all? I handle that. And if you and, and with intercourse, with intercourse, you know everybody knows the G spot is in the, in the anus for a male. Mm-hmm. So if you know you're doing what you're supposed to do, I'll I'll you know naturally have a, a explosion without even touching it. So I prefer to get mine that way, you know. So, uh, so I was like, mm, mm, I don't do it. So, like, he kept asking me, y'all. So I felt bad for him. <laughs> you gave him some pity head. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Y'all, after that, <laughs> I oh God, the pity after head. that, hooked. After that, like, on me every day, sending car services for me to come to the house. Or it, at this point, it was like, we can go out together. We can go get something to eat. Like, it wasn't even nothing. Because like she said, like, I don't do too much. So, you know, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, a lot of guys don't mind being... It look like y'all just a lot of guys be comf- about, comfortable. A lot of guys don't mind doing hanging that with out you. with me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, that even goes, especially in my hometown, like, everybody knows me from just being out and, you know, mm-hmm. just being popular around the city. So it's not abnormal for a straight guy to be communicating with me or hanging with me. So people don't never think about it like that. So that's why I say I'm a little different because, you know, when I talk to this, I talk to this one guy that does hair out here. Um, and he was basically saying to me, like, you know, man, it's like I be ostracized. Like, I don't see how you get to coexist and go to these clubs and stuff like that and be comfortable. And it's like, it's just how it's always been. And like, I don't, I don't know. So, I, I, a lot of stereotypes and the ways that, you know, gay people operate and stuff is a little different sometimes for me because it's different. You know what I mean? Like, I, I haven't, I haven't. Because you don't have to I don't move have like to that. move like, I don't have to move uh, like that a lot of times. And it's not that I didn't have to, you know, sometimes. Like, sometimes you see somebody you like or whatever, you want to try to make yourself notice or whatever and put yourself in the arena. But a lot of times, like, Especially when Snapchat came around. Mm-hmm. When Snapchat came, it was like a DL trade man hit. Because it was a delete right after view. That's where it goes mm. down. I get a sum of everything like dicks, buttholes, titties, pussies, you name it. I'm getting it. I had a Hispanic guy uh, I used to work with, right? who I befriended and we started like chatting on the phone and stuff like that. And this nigga would always send me ass shots. And I'm like, I'm a woman. Why are you sending me your ass? Like how I would get in the mirror and take a a butt shot. He would send me Mm -hmm. pictures like that. Is that a, look, is that a cue? What? what, what? I was confused. I mean, I guess now everybody. Don't act like you ain't pegged a nigga before. I never, I've never pegged anyone. Have you pegged him? So fingers. No, not yet. What you doing after? (laughs) What you doing after this? (laughs) Look, I was trying to get a guy on that I I, uh, met online Mm -hmm. who's into that. And he he actually said he was with a trans guy once, but he doesn't like it. So he does do like the pegging with women, though. I was trying to get him on so he could talk about that shit. No, okay. I, I, so he recently, 
I'll do some fingers, but nah, I'm not strapping up on a man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want I a want man to. that wants that. And to each his own. You know. You know what I'm saying? Because I just want to. I just want to feel that powerful. Like. Yeah, I'm fucking this shit out of you. But you really not. But are you gonna like him afterwards? Like you're gonna smut him out and not talk to him again? Well, I don't think it would be with <laughs> it somebody. It wouldn't be your man. Actually, the type of men that I like wouldn't want that. You know, it'd just be like for an experience. That's me too. Like a type of men I want, they don't. They wouldn't. Yeah, they they wouldn't want to do that. They 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 want to throw the penis. But right back to the guy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he turned out to be very obsessive and uh, fucking weird. Right? So, I'm popping. I'm hot. Like, I'm in Atlanta, and I'm with the who's who doing the who's what. And he started being like, oh, I don't like you going there. I don't like you going to that place, that studio, that. Why are you with them? I know them. How you know them? Huh? Then... Oh, he got real. He would do things like, I'll be just casually mentioned that I want to go to this concert. Oh, this concert coming. Oh, then I come back to Columbia. Um, for, totally forget about the concert. Then he's like, Oh, you ain't. He hit me. Mind you, we're talking the whole time I'm back in Columbia. He's talking to me every day. Nothing's changed. We're still on the vibe. And then he goes, Oh, yes. So you're not coming back today? And I'm like, why would I be coming back today? I told y'all I'm coming back next week. Oh, yeah, because you said you want to go to that concert. I got tickets. You would tell me that now at like 7 o'clock, the concert started at 8, and I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, and you're in Atlanta. Stupid shit. Right, then, yes, that's manipulation. Then um, my birthday was coming up, and it was this Supreme hoodie that I want. It was so dope. It was like pink, and it had like the Supreme. It was different from all of the Supreme hoodies at the time. Everybody was getting the same basic ones, and I wanted that one, right? So I showed him just like, oh, I, I see this hoodie. I think I want this for my birthday, so I'm going to try to get them away on my birthday. That's ugly. Like, why the fuck? No. Ugh. Like, nah, you can get better drip than that, and blah, 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 blah. Week or so later, you FaceTime me with the hoodie on. The, the one, one that, that I wanted, wanted, the one that was so ugly. Oh no! See, what the fuck? He, he wanted. It to was do so. It, it yeah. was so weird. It was so weird. And then he ended up getting like cut, and they have to go play overseas and all that. And <laughs> 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 he was trying to get me to go to Turkey. Like I'm not coming to Turkey. Like. <laughs> No, like I'm not coming over there. And then he would get mad, and then he started like making fake pages to like stop me because I had blocked them. And then I found what was that sign? <laughs> Look, he was a Scorpio. Oh, I think yeah. The motherfuckers mm-hmm. do be nuts and nasty. They like that. Nasty I, I, he just mm-hmm. he just became weird, like weird as fuck, weird as hell, like mad when he's seen people liking my pictures or just people that he might make known. Say, hey, you got jealous of T-Cam. I'm like, that's my trainer. Like, that's both yeah, of our trainers. Yeah, he's right. like huge. I don't like huge, big-ass guys like that. Because I got a smart mouth and I don't want to get hit. <laughs> so I try to tend to talk to guys that I feel like I can, <laughs> we can, we might can, you know. Right. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I want to be able to tussle. So he, it just it just got weird. So it's, it's so I would consider him a trade because down low guys don't get in their feelings. So I said all that to mm-hmm. say I think that's the difference 
between the a DL guy is mm-hmm. strictly about the late night encounter and we're out. We're not texting, we're not talking, we're not communicating with a trade. They'll literally have a relationship with you. A relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just not mm-hmm. public or known. Okay. And the thing, and it's so easy for me to have those type of relationships. I know, yeah, I know you were saying that your friend was saying that he never got picked, and that's how he feel like that. I mean, I've been through that before, but I don't want to be picked. A lot of guys be weird. Like when the DL guys do talk to me, they're like, oh, you know, I'm DL. We can't do this. We can't do that. We can't say this. But before they can say that to me nowadays, I'd be like, well, you know, I don't really want to run in my business. We can't do this. We can't. And they be looking at me like, God damn, I was ready to tell you the same shit. (laughs) (laughs) So you're very discreet. When have you ever known me to publicly speak on who I'm dating? Now, people may have figured it out and put us on blast and all that. You know what I'm talking about. But other than that, you can't. You can't. You can't. Right. I like. I like. Yeah. It's like. And to be honest. It's a lot of scrutiny with, with coming out with somebody and being in a relationship. And not that I'm afraid of it, because it's not like people don't know what how I get down. But I just kind of felt like I haven't really met the guy that's worth going through the scrutiny with. Like, if I meet a guy that's like, okay, we, we want to go public and we want to do this, and I feel like you're worth it, then that's one thing. But it's like, why well, I want to be arguing with people on the internet and all kind of shit about a nigga that ain't shit. Right. So, mm, that's my life. Basically. So, so my question. So, niggas ain't shit. On the heterosexual side. So they ain't shit over there either. Because the heterosexual men be acting like women tripping. Right? So they're still men. So how what's, are the treats better on the other no. side? <laughs> they are. And it's, it's even worse because. <laughs> still it's, just people. It's worse because they have. They don't. They not don't just have women. You know what I mean. Now they can pick men and trans and whatever. Whatever floats their boat. You know what I mean. So it's like a a, a wider spectrum of of who they have to pick from. And I, I tend to realize and find out over the years that gay men, um, whether bisexual, DL, whatever, are very super sexual. Like everything is sex and everything is sexualized. I should say, like you know what I mean, like you said, with gay men or download with gay men. I said to download to trade all of them. Download is gay, trade yeah. is gay. Okay, let's be very clear. I had this one guy, y'all, <laughs> that um that I was communicating with, right? And we was just communicating, and we were just having regular conversation, and um, we didn't last long. We literally was talking for like two weeks. And I, he said something. I can't remember exactly what he said, but um, he was like, yeah, but I'm straight. Da, 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 da. So I was like, well, you've had sex with men before? He was like, yeah. And I was like, well, you're not straight. He got offended and never right. talked to me again. And see, because there are men out there that identify. Look at me. I be saying I ain't gay and they be eating pussy sometimes on the weekend. But you we know? already like, know so. that's different. Men are like, it's I mean, just not a double. No it's college. like a. I mean, it's different. It's it's different. Gay women and gay men. Although I don't subscribe to that, but it's different. It's different in the way society looks at it. It's different. It's just different. You know what I mean? It's ill when two guys, and it's sexy when it's two girls. You know what I mean? They was just drunk. Girls will be girls. Girls will be girls. What about guys and guys? Suck a little dick. (laughs) 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 Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you had a popsicle. Just have it. 
just having a good time, watching the game, sucking a little dick. And that does get on my nerve when niggas, you, you act like you can't eat a banana. You can't eat a popsicle. The, the hot dog. I be eating like, the glizzy like I be breaking it too because it just feel weird to be putting it in my that, mouth too. In that public, type of so. shit is homophobic. That's homophobic if you can't just do regular shit because it's an issue. Why, why, why is your brain even thinking in that way? And I had a conversation with a friend last night. He's a heterosexual man, nothing. But I told him what we were doing mm-hmm. the show on today, right? And he was like, you know, um, he said he has a cousin. Every time he speaks to him, he's like saying somebody's uh, dropping F-bombs and stuff like that. And he was like, half the time, I don't even be knowing who's gay. I said, because you don't care. You don't care whether or not a man is gay. Men who like go out their way to care, to me, that's that definitely a sign. I've been or out be there. mean. Or when they mean, or like don't want the server to be the server because yes. they gay. Like I've what? been with a man where he always recognized gay shit that's not even on my radar. Like two gay men taking a picture and kissing off in a cut somewhere. Like, how did you even notice that? Like, I saw it, but it didn't register in my mind because I don't You don't care. Like, like, these are just human beings. I always say... But why do you care so much? Why does that I always say it's too many straight guys concerned about gay people's bedroom. One thing about it, as a straight man, you don't go to your homeboy and be like, hey, did you fuck your wife last night? You feel what I'm saying? So why does it matter what I did in my bedroom? Right. Why does it matter? Exactly. And also... My, another thing I want heterosexual men or supposed heterosexual sexual men to understand is gay men have preference. Just because this is a gay man, that don't mean he want to fuck that you, he want to fuck you. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Like, you spoke a thousand words with that one. Because that's annoying. Like, damn, he not trying to have sex I swear to God. Like, exactly. you can't even get bitches. We don't want you and them niggas don't want you. Exactly. You can't even get bitches. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, my, my homegirl told gay me one time. Gay men have preference. Gay people have preference. My homegirl told me one time. She was like, listen. She's like, guys are definitely going to come. Guys are going to come for you. Why? Because you're all your homegirls are bad bitches. So why wouldn't you be the bad homeboy that's with the bad bitches? We're all bad bitches. So it's like you're no different. Right. So it's just like I didn't look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely understand that thing about preference. Like I, you don't have to be homophobic, bro. I wouldn't fuck you with a ten foot condom and three ten foot pole with three condoms strapped to the end of it. <laughs> so you can go about your business like and a lot of them be fat with no teeth and relax like, boy bye are you able to give us like some signs women can look for um in their man well y'all, their y'all man. definitely picked up on the constant gay bashing the constant gay conversation mm-hmm. the homophobia and just mm-hmm. anything that they do like can't watch it see something on a movie or a TV show or you know, that's that's definitely. Come on, watch P Valley with me. Come on, nah, P Valley is a bit much. I can understand why a heterosexual man wouldn't want to watch P Valley. Boy, watch that shit with me, dog. That when deep. that nigga spit in his hand, to put so? that that spit. <laughs> I was like, ow. Why you can't watch it? You ain't got to participate. You ain't trying to participate. All right, well, sit back. The only, the only reason why I right, would think exactly. that you wouldn't want to watch that is because you, you don't want to be aroused. No, I'm saying not me. There, I'm there, not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy. Man oh, okay. Right. Man. Like, why you. Because it's not like. It's not like. They'd be like, I'm just not interested around by the show. Homosexual sex all the time. If you get a scene or two. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you can you can get past this thirty second scene. Right, like, it's not the end of your life. Right for the big picture of the show, because it's not just a- because honestly, that's what's going on in right. the world. There are gay people in the world, so why would that be depicted and on? That's television? always my thing. 
Well, that's all. Now, I don't agree with the whole changing cartoon characters and all that and making cartoon characters gay and gay characters on Sesame Street and I leave well enough alone. If you want to create a new cartoon that's gay and, you know, you want to push that and the, the, the parents or the children that choose to watch that or allow the children to watch that, then that's true. But don't do it to our classics. You know what I mean? Leave that alone. Now, I will agree with the straight people when they say leave Spider-Man and all these people alone. I get it. But I, I just feel like people just act like it's not going on in the world. I, like, it's definitely gay. And it's 2022. Right. Like It definitely exists. I, I don't like that they turn old characters gay or something like that. They could create a new character and make them gay. That's what I feel like. Like... A gay Muppet baby. You can't make Burton or right. gay now. Like, come on now. Then. But but what they were saying was they were always gay. They just wasn't. They out. did. Yes. <laughs> so they was the trade. Burton was trade. Look, here's another sign I want to mm-hmm. point out. Did y'all, do y'all watch, Um, have y'all watched the current season of Real Housewives of Atlanta? No. Mm-mm. There was a clip. Uh online i might have been on a show mm. recently but it was um all of them at a table but the spotlight was on drusadora and her husband uh ralph Pittman. and we've had drusadora on we talk back before right he's a super he's just nasty towards her oftentimes he's real narcissistic charade basically pulled out receipts from drusadora's assistant that ralph is gay and i feel like a sign to women if, I feel like when men are just overly mean to women, they fight. Right. Or they always got anything, mm-hmm. um, issues with what women do or what women wear or just trying to control women. That's true, too. And also, what I realized, too. Or even hitting women, beating women. I feel like the men who beat women is like the last thing they can hold on to to prove that they're a man. I can see that, too. Also, mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of guys that are like bisexual or like you know gay and they want to front like they you know still straight and they got the wives and the kids they always go for like white women or like others because they be mm-hmm. down for that and it's but i've learned as of the last couple weeks because y'all know i be on clubhouse and shit that there are a lot of black women out here that's okay with bisexual men too. So mm-hmm. it, to me, it's all about being upfront about what you want. But you first got to be with yourself, and then you can find somebody that's for that shit. And see, y'all forgot the biggest sign, and we talked about it: the white cheater <laughs> in different colors outside. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Cause I swear I never seen a blue uh, wife. Be Listen, I got baby. burgundy. I got a blue. <laughs> what you want to do? <laughs> but no. <nah>. Okay. <laughs> but no, nah, it's bro. I'm telling you, it's it's so many. But sometimes you just really can't tell. I mean, you know, people are just that good, just that good at you know. I mean, being discreet. Being discreet. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of being discreet. Nobody's supposed to know. So, you know, if you're not, right. if people know, then you're not discreet. So, I mean, I think that a lot of people think that signs of gayness is always a switch or, a, you know what I mean? And this, everybody's not that. Everybody's not, don't, everybody don't operate like that. Everybody don't move like that. Every And another, another thing, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but another thing I also want people to understand is femininity doesn't, also doesn't mean gay. 
you can be feminine right. And, right. and not no, be gay. A lot of people, a lot of people equate feminine men to being gay. Some men are just feminine. You know, they don't necessarily have right. to be gay. Um, so that's another misconception that I, I need people to clear up. Just because you see somebody feminine, that don't mean they're gay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, I'm a firm believer in there won't be no gay shit come out about real niggas. So something comes out comes out about a supposed heterosexual man being gay. Nine times out of ten is true. Ruth, I found. I, what I've true. learned is People a lot of gay guys go don't around lie. saying you're gay. I, yes. I've, I've noticed That's that. Like I've seen like some guys get exposed, and it's like, oh yeah, she's definitely gay. She tried me. So that that person is not lying. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So it's just like. I've never been the exposed type because you don't get you don't get new niggas if you expose the old dumbass hoes. Yeah, you, you weapon you weaponizing being gay. <laughs> I, that's how I always that keep against, a nigga because they can never somebody. say they see me putting the, the last one out. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's definitely girls that don't care. Like my ex, right? It's no longer with us, but he. At a point with his girl, baby mama, whatever, they was going back and forth. You know how that go? I ain't with her. We just live together. I was getting that type of vibes. So she put him out mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I don't know. So he had not been here. He had not came and stayed with me. And it was going on like week two. Mm-hmm. Now, typically, he would watch his kids during the day while she went to school or work or whatever she did. So while she put him out, she been she had I guess find an alternative and all that because she was still being upset with him, so she didn't want to ask him to watch the baby. So I guess she got tired of trying to find babysitters and stuff. So she texted him. I seen DM pop on his phone. I had a picture of him in my phone. I put his picture on my phone up to his lock screen, and it worked, bitch. Damn. Try. Wow. So, getting his phone, and I read her text messages. She's basically saying, I know you would, and I don't give a fuck if you need to. I know you would. Beat that she, out. I looked at his phone, and she's like, Oh, I know you would see. Um, she was like, You can watch the sun over there. I don't care. That bitch had to go to work. She got she got tired of playing with y'all. She's like, get this baby oh, and take him over there. I don't give a damn. Y'all might can blame this. Y'all, y'all have well, to blame this next part out, too. Care. She ended up killing him. Oh. Last year. So it's been a year in April of last year. She killed him. She killed him. Rumor had it. Why? It was because she found out he was gay. I beg to differ because of the text messages I saw. She knew for that was that happened like that happened like maybe a year prior to him being dead, getting killed. So you knew. I I feel like I know what you're talking about. Was that in um? Mm-hmm. It was in South Carolina, and she was helping them look for. No, she was helping everybody. Look I know for what you're talking about though, but no, okay. that wasn't it. This happened last yeah. last year, last April. Okay. April 14th, to be exact. Damn, that's crazy. Damn, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Um, my my ex-boyfriend, the daycare his daughter went to, 
like, you know, he would drop her off. So the kids like knew him as her daddy, like, hey, whatever. They would all come. So I guess the mom saw how her son was interacting with him. So when he left the building, she ran out after him like distraught and asked him, how did he know her son? He was like, I mean, your son is in the daycare with my daughter. Like I see the kids every day. And she was like, "Um, you know, I've been going through stuff with his dad. She found out the dad was gay. Right. So now she's trying to figure out who the man is that the daddy's sleeping with. So you just going to run up on every nigga? That, yeah, that, that interact with your child like you think this man has had like just random niggas around your around your kid like that that shit I was like you know what that that's shit is literally, that's literally driving her crazy it drove her yeah, I, I, listen sense. I can imagine I can imagine I never try to contribute to those situations but a lot of times you don't know until it's too late you know what I mean I was you know especially mm-hmm. in the situation I was mm-hmm. just talking about like he you know basically said and the thing is she will be online saying similar things like oh i ain't with my baby daddy he just sleep on the couch and blah 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 blah. so i'm like okay well he must be telling me the truth because that's the same thing he's telling me but then she ended up getting pregnant so i knew that was a lie uh, <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah so it's like and she got pregnant after he was staying with me and all of that so bitch you knew so that's what right. i that, to go back to what y'all was saying like it's a lot of girls that don't that i guess that don't care right did you stop mm-hmm. fucking with him after a while yeah 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 uh, a lot. Yeah. I, we I, we we'll have to probably talk nope. off of, off of air about the rest of it, but it, a lot of it came to a head, mm-hmm. and it caused me to like yeah. cut him off. But he never left me alone, though. Of course, the bitch was fake number this, fake page that, trying to talk to the girl. Y'all had souls. I mean, I loved them. He loved me. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all bitches would be surprised who out here having relationship issues with your nigga. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was my nigga. He come in the house with an attitude. Like, and he mad because his that, nigga ain't that. That was a my nigga. Okay. I tell you, okay. I don't do this. Like we, like I promise you. Like you know how you can see. Like I was looking the other day. You know how you can go to somebody cash out and like your cash app. You can see like your cash app history with someone. Like how much money they sent mm-hmm. you. Hmm. He was, he was. I I might got <laughs> penis envy right now. What the fuck? Like I want that. <laughs> why Why don't you have it? Look at you. Your beauty mark is even. Your beauty mark is beauty mark more you're than mine. About. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. we, we twins. <laughs> Girl, please. <laughs> so y'all, uh, we're gonna go to commercial right quick, and when we come back, we're gonna see if Big C has a dumb bitch story for us. Okay. I'm just sorry. Boy, there's no real easy way to say this, but look. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. with zero qualifications She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. 
Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. 
She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You could be a simp because you are a man. You could be a simp. Simp series is equivalent to a dumb bitch story. So we're not calling people dumb bitches. We're not calling niggas simps. It's just somebody who got taken advantage of. A nice person who got played, right? And maybe stayed a little bit too fucking long. So I know you got a story or three for us. Just one, though. Tell us about a time you got played, child. Nigga got you out of some money, something. Oh, Hurt your feelings. (laughs) Who you done gave some money to? <laughs> so, and this was literally this year. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's June 1st. So first, you just got played. first two quarters, you got played. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, because the rest of the year going to be a comeback season. Hey, you don't yeah. even worry about it. Well, he got some of your PPP. <laughs> I wish I got a PPP. They ain't let me. They denied me. I tried. <laughs> I, okay, so I was communicating with this person, right? And he was curious, but was afraid. And I was just like really liking him. And it was just like vibes. So I like, I wanted to, what we said earlier that I didn't like knowing, I wanted to. Like, I wanted to because I liked him, right? So he was like, oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't. So I was like, I'll pay. So he was like, okay. So I was like, I had $100. He was like, no. He kept knowing me until we got to $600. You paid $600 I, I to send suck some cash dick. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, y'all, if I'm lying, yeah. I got HIV. <laughs> so I gave him the $600. That nigga's a bad bitch. He got you. Listen, I gave him, I cashed him $600. So then it like took him forever. Like he wasn't like responding after I sent him. So I thought he was trying to play me. So then I'm getting like threatening him. Like, bitch, I know you're not to play on me. Bitch, I tell everybody you motherfucking gay. Like, come back, motherfucker. Like, so, so he was like, oh, ain't nobody trying to trick you out of no $600. They ain't nothing. I was like, bitch, please, you were asking for the money, so therefore it's something. You know what I'm saying? So he came, right? He came, he pulled up. So I get down to do it, doing it, and he would not get hard. Oh, he just, he just wasn't into it. 
And he already got my six hundred dollars, and I ain't get to suck no dick, and I don't even like sucking dick. And he was a little tart. Damn, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you suck tart dick for six hundred dollars. Tart lip. One moment. Then, look, then, like, <laughs> then, like, the white party was coming up. So I'm like, oh, I want these um prize shoes. They was like seven fifty. And I was looking at my account. You had and I'm looking at it on. I'm like, damn, I could have got my own prize shoes and trying to suck some tart ass, limp ass dick. <laughs> I swear to God, y'all, I'm not lying. <laughs> and then, like, recently, like, he texted me, like, I'll fuck you for $1,500. What? Like, oh, no, no, I'm done with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you I, I mean, I, mean, I did. Low key, you I, used to, trick, but... I used to buy weed from him. He was one of the weed guys. <laughs> 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 he was one of the weed guys. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not gay, this guy. No, he. he I guess I he think he realized in that moment. moment, yeah. Or maybe, but but he'll be gay for pay, obviously. Obviously, right. okay. And that's another thing we didn't talk about. There's trade DL and there's gay for pay. Apparently, right? Mm, I guess. I feel like if you, I feel like if you dare, <laughs> then you you're curious. Yeah, but I yeah. think what. I think what a lot of people. So should we give them a pass if they're curious? Because curious means wait, no. whoa, 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 because curious means that you're exploring, right? Exploring. So no, it means you're no, 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 no. It means you're exploring. Like, like I, I'm curious <laughs> about how like fucking frog legs taste, and I taste them. That don't mean I'm a fucking frog leg eater. Like I'm 37. I'm after not about you to... eat it one time, you a frog leg. That I... Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't like it. I am 37. I'm not about to eat. I'm not about to eat pussy no time in my lifetime because I don't like vagina. I don't like women in that way, and I know right. that, right? If I start eating pussy tomorrow, that means it's been on my mind my whole life. That's really how I feel about it. I've been wanting to do this yeah. thing. That's how I feel. No, because no, I just kind of fell into some pussy. I she was wrong about it. How? Just, you, but you but you were open I was in to college. That. That's what I'm saying. You I were was drunk. That. I went to liquids. My friend was like, come to the house. Came to the house. Next thing you know, I was getting my coochie egg back. Do I know girl. this friend? Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ho. <laughs> Yo, we got to get the fuck up out of here. I really enjoyed yeah, this episode. Do. I want you to come back. Y'all, look, I have to come back as myself. Y'all motherfuckers funny as hell, man. <laughs> yes, the next time you come back, you come back as yourself and we can just have conversation. That oh, you I got a lot about. of stuff to promote. Mm-hmm. All things, All things Big, C. Big C. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagram. I wish Big C could plug his shit right now, but he ain't with that shit today. Next he time. can't. He can't. So <laughs> I'll plug mine. Y'all follow me on Instagram. I'm official Tam Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And remember to speak now and never hold your peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> 